What's up, guys? Okay, well, you definitely don't recognize this sound, like this voice or whatsoever, because this is actually my first show on Monka Radio. If you don't know me, of course, uh, my name is Hiva Jundali. Uh, in this show, it's called My Mind in the Working, and I'm practically going to be talking about my favorite things, kind of may, that may interest you, and today, you can say it's a kind of a spooky type of show, which I feel like it's the worst idea to like introduce my show kind of thing. So for now, uh, I will always introduce my show with a little iconic song that I always start my day off with because it's so hype. It's kind of like a, the Eye of the Tiger kind of vibes. Well, actually, hey, not, never mind, not really. Scratch that. <laughs> but I usually like, uh, it's kind of the, one of those songs that I just put on my headphones and just run. I don't know where, just, I just kind of run. I don't, I know it's kind of one of those hype songs. So I'll dial that down, kind of get the music on, and it's Take On Me by AHA, which I don't know why. Okay, I still question to this day why do they call it AHA, but they still do. So hope you guys enjoy Take On Me. Just listen, enjoy it, and yeah, I'm just going to chill out here and drink my coffee. So hope you guys enjoy that. <laughs>
Okay, well, there's Take On Me by AHA. Okay, so today I did mention it's creepy stuff, but I didn't actually tell you what it was. It's basically called creepy pasta. And I know it's a little misleading because you hear the word pasta and you're like, what's pasta? I mean, some people tell me, whenever I tell them, what do you think about creepy pasta when you first hear it? And they're just kind of like, I mean, I, I eat pasta. That's, that's all I know about. Yeah, so it's kind of basically, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a sore throat. Uh, basically, it actually comes from the word copy pasta, which is actually an internet slang term that's been going around in like different websites and people are just copy pasting it everywhere, which honestly, it's like something I'm familiar with because like I've, I've seen that in so many different terms, but that basically happened. And then the creepy pasta kind of came along where basically it's, it's the whole idea of it is just po like posting a lot of horror stories that are of course fictional, not real. That's one thing I'll tell you. And, um, yeah, it's just passed around. And like, honestly, I gotta say like reading those creepy pastas, I'm really impressed by the people who wrote those because I don't know, it's just the way they write, they write it. It's like, it just gives you the chills. It's incredible. And I've been <laughs> I've been researching those for every single night. And it's actually the worst solution. By the way, I'm tapping the table. I, I, I always move my hands. It's kind of uncontrollable. <clears throat> okay. So basically, creepypastas, I've been researching them every single night. And it's it's kind of a problem because I, I just can't sleep at night. Like one time I was reading Jeff the Killer and... I, I couldn't sleep that night because like I just kept my eyes open because just the image of it in my mind just it haunted me it was horrible and then like last night I was researching about the Slenderman like whole thing that I'm gonna be talking about later where the two girls killed their friend because of Slenderman it's it's oh my god it's it's horrible so I've been doing that for a while and honestly this is what I do for you guys so like whatever um anyways so yeah the basically creepypasta is like there's a whole website that's called the creepypasta wiki where you get to just read a bunch of creepypastas and there's so much variety so like it's 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 incredible I don't know I and not only that I there's also games inspired by it like where you get to experience like fully experience the whole like genre of it. it's it's I think it's the best thing to look up during Halloween especially, and I sh honestly should have done it during Halloween, but like, whatever. So, before I introduce the first creepypasta, I will put another song uh, to get you guys into the spooky mood. It's the iconic Spooky Scary Skeletons, but the remix by the Living Tombstones, which I love the Living Tombstones, even though I don't listen to them that much, but whenever I do, it's they make incredible remixes, so I'll be putting that for you guys to get you guys in a kind of a smooky, sp smooky, spooky mood. So yeah, just en enjoy that while, you know, I read out the uh, creepypastas. And of course, just a little warning, uh, some of these stories will, uh, you know, be, this is for a mature audience. I, there's gonna be a lot of graphic stuff, light stuff. So if you have any young children, any toddlers, yeah, don't, don't, don't let them, it's gonna traumatize you, trust me, if I got traumatized, then you're definitely gonna get traumatized, so this is for only a matured audience, so don't listen if you don't like bloody stuff and graphic stuff, so that's a little warning, I warned you, I'm gonna warn you a couple times during this show, so don't, 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 don't put this around children or a young audience, so there you go, I warned you, so this is Spooky Scary Skeletons by The Living Tombstones, hope you guys enjoy that. And shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood. You only want to socialize. I don't think we should. 
Perfect. Okay, so that's a little spooky, scary skeleton by the Living Tombstones. Great. Okay, now the first creepy pasta that I'll be talking about is Slenderman. Now this one is probably very, very known when it comes to creepy pasta. Like when you ask someone, like, "Oh, what's the first creepy pasta they can come up with in your mind?" and they're like, "Slenderman," because it grew so much as a game at some point. I, I forgot which year, but. It, it, it was insane. And I think I tried to play it one time on my phone and 
Okay, this is the type of personality I am. If I said this, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So I watch people on YouTube game on it, and they're just playing Slenderman, and I'm just like, it's not that scary. It's, it's probably fine. And then I go to play it myself, and I'm shaking so much. It's 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 kind of an... Inst- I don't know. But Slenderman, I didn't actually play it on the laptop. I played it on my, on my sister's phone, and let me tell you right now, a piece of advice, do not play the Slenderman on the phone because if you're kind of expecting it to be the same as the laptop one, no, it's, it's very, very different. So if you're wondering, if you're out there and you're like, okay, what's, what's Slenderman? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So basically, imagine this, a very tall figure, human-like, no face, just a pale white face, and they have long arms, long legs, and tentacles on the back, wearing a suit. That's Slenderman, okay? That literally, it's not overly, like, scary. Not It's just that. But the idea that he doesn't have a face is what's creepy. I feel like the tentacles is, like, whatever, okay? that doesn't Not that big deal. So, basically, um, the, str- the whole idea of Slenderman just came from a Photoshop contest. And I kid you not, it's an actual Photoshop contest that grew wild from everywhere around the world. So basically, uh, the Photoshop contest was like, oh, just like Photoshop and send it in, whatever. And somebody was like, hey, why don't I get two photographs that's like a playground filled with children, and I'll just put a tall figure with a white face and a suit in the background, and it looks realistic. And trust me, if you Google it, it looks so realistic. I actually, even for me, before I knew about this whole Slenderman like Photoshop contest, I genuinely thought it was real. And I was looking at it, I was like, oh my god, this is this is terrifying. And so he gave, and not only that, he attached some kind of quote that says, oh, he basically steals kids and like, and like the, the, he's saying, and he puts a quote as if like the photographer who took the picture is like saying, oh, he steals kids and like kidnaps them, kills them, that kind of thing. And like he does do other people, but like mostly kids. He, that's what he's known for. So when you see fan art, you always see Slenderman like, holding hands with the child and that kind of thing. So it's kind of creepy. So basically that's how Slenderman grew up. And the whole game around Slenderman is basically you in the forest and it's like really dark because we all hate dark forests. And basically you're basically just walking around trying to find eight pages. And those eight pages are like hung on trees, hung on trucks and the bathroom, which let me tell you right now, the bathroom is the most haunting place in that game. It sounds crazy. Like I, I, ever since when I first got introduced to that game, I just hated going to the bathroom. It's like, uh, it gives me chills. It's horrible. So basically, and it's silence and all you can hear is like crickets and you're walking around trying to find the eight pages and you win. Now, the more pages you collect, the closer Slenderman gets to you. So, and the worst part is that like you have the only source of flash like light is the flashlight. So the flashlight only shows like a bit of the screen. So like you can't even see that much. And all, and when you like the funny part is that like when I see people play it and like they're turning around, they see a tree, they're like, "Ah!" <laughs> when they think it's like a creature or something, but it's just a tree. So yeah, basically that's kind of, and that's how I developed more on my fear of dark, like I, the dark in general. It's just like, ugh. so basically, uh, what's it called? I say basically so many times, so it's great. So the eight pages, they all ha- are like blank, but like they have some weird, scary drawings. Which let me tell you, it's it's like it's like it looks like children drawings, which some people get freaked out by. But like to me, when I see those children drawings, I'm like, eh. It's not, like, it's not the reason why I get so scared from the game. I feel like the only thing I get scared from the game is Slenderman himself, of course, the iconic character. So, basically, uh, oh, my God, I gotta stop saying that. <laughs> so, the game, basically, oh, my God, okay, you know what, whatever. 
So the game kind of grew from then, and a lot of people started playing it. And there were even parodies of it, like the Shrek one where you have to collect a bunch of onions. That one's terrifying. Get Take that from me. Like, Shrek, I can't look at him the same way. Shrek was a meme at some point, like, in one year. But, like, th that game is just horrifying, but it's funny. Like, I like watching people play, but I definitely would not play it myself. Like, Shre they made Shrek distorted. It's, it's horrible. And there was another one with Spongebob, where you have to get, like, the Krabby Patties, and your Patrick and Spongebob attacks you. It's, this, it, you can say it became a huge deal. So, recently, I would say, not, okay, not recently, but it happened in 2014, um, which is what I mentioned earlier and I'm going to be talking about, is there was an incident where two girls who were 12 years old, uh, again, graphic content, little warning, uh, basically killed their friend well not killed actually the girl survived but they tried to kill their friend in order to sacrifice for slender like for a slender man to like appreciate them and after that their plan was to go to a mansion in the forest to be able to sleep see, see slender man and along with other creepypastas that was around and the girl survived their girl actually crawled out of the forest and saw a guy biking which he actually biked in the wrong like he wasn't allowed to go to that trail but he went there like over a chain or something and he saw the girl and he was like she was like hey can you call help and he basically called 911 and i'll tell you right now i heard the conversation of the him and police and it's like the most ridiculous thing especially from that situation like the police was just like oh yeah what's up and then the guy was like oh yeah there's a girl she's bleed like she's she has stab wounds he was like stab wounds he's like yeah he's like is she bleeding like of course she's bleeding she's just stabbed yeah so the girl survived and i'll tell you right now she's the sweetest girl in the entire world i saw videos of it and it happened on may 31st 2014 and these girls i think they're the two girls who attacked her uh were actually her old friends so that kind of you know what that story just made me feel you know what if i'm lonely it's fine i like to be lonely like i would not want to have to deal with that yeah so that's basically slenderman it's crazy because like, again, the thing about those creepypastas is that they're written in such a way that makes you debate, is this real or is this not real? Like, there's so many creepypastas where I'm like, okay, this is obviously not real, like, okay. But there are certain creepypastas that made me think, oh my god, okay, this seems a little real. So yeah, that's Slenderman. And the next one I'm going to be talking about is Jeff the Killer. But before I start that, I'm going to put another song that's called Tag Your It by Melanie Martinez. I love Melanie Martinez so much. And I feel like Tag Your It is very fitting for Slenderman because you are play technically playing, you know, Tag Your It with Slenderman. Yeah. So if you're interested in a game, go for it. But I, ha I highly advise, like, make sure you're not alone during that time. This is Tag Your It by Melanie Martinez.
Melanie Martinez is tag your it. So yeah, I, I'm telling you, it's I, when I was picking out the songs, I was like, that's so fitting compared like the fact that it's like Slenderman, of course, like tag your it. It's it's so perfect. Uh yeah. Picking out the songs was actually quite hard, but you know what? I just I just did based on like childhood songs, songs I liked in the past. So yeah. So the next one's actually I feel like the more, most important one is Jeff the Killer. Jeff the Killer is very, very known because of the picture, if you look it up. Now, this one, I will tell you right now, very graphic. So, again, little warning, only for a mature audience because it's very graphic. So, just a little heads up. Okay. So, basically, Jeff the Killer, if you look him up, it looks like a very, like a face that's very pale, wide smile, and just no eyelids, just a circular eye. And it's terrifying. I'm telling you, that one's probably the mo that haunts me the most. Like, I hate that. I just, every time I look up him up on Creepypasta Wiki or something, I just always avoid just in general like I just hate it so but his interest his his story is very interesting so basically the whole story is oh my god I I feel like I'm gonna if I'm gonna re-watch re-listen to this I'm gonna count how many times I say basically it's so funny um so Jeff and his family knew, uh move into a neighborhood and one day when he's gonna go to school with his uh brother Liu which I think is a younger child uh, they got approached by three teens, and they got really bullied, and then uh, it kind of got, it took a turn, you can say, where the kids started getting knives and, like, threatening, and then Jeff realized that they're bullying more on his brother, and Jeff has, for days, they explained, like, for a couple of weeks, he's had this sensation that it just, it hurts him a bit, so, it's like, he can't get it away, there's, like, it's just a weird sensation, he's just not, like, getting sick or anything, so, when he saw them atta attack his brother, Liu, he kind of got, like, controlled by that sense, and it made him, you can say, it kind of ended up with one kid getting stabbed in the arm, and one of them getting punched in the stomach, so, it kind of got bad, and Jeff and Liu ran away, they're like, oh my god, I don't want to do this, and instead of going on the bus so they don't get caught, 
they went and ran to the school themselves. And the day went normally until when they got home, they saw the police there and they're like, hey, your kids are in trouble because this happened. And basically, Liu kind of felt bad. So he was like, hey, it's my fault. I'm the one who stabbed that kid. Just take me away. And Jeff is like innocent. And Jeff was really upset. He was like, no, what are you doing? Uh." And then pretty much Jeff was like questioning the fact that he had that sense. And every day he'd get that sense like more often, like that kind of evil sense, you can say. So one day uh, the mom was like, hey, there's uh, our neighbor named Billy is having a birthday party. So you should go there. And he's like, hey. Leo just got took, taken away by the police. I'm not going there. He's like, oh, you have to. Come on, it's a party. And he was like, okay, whatever, fine. So he goes to the party, and he's having so much fun, actually, because at first he was depressed. He was like, no. He's like, oh, this is fun. And then all of a sudden, the three kids approach him again, and they're like, hey, we haven't been done. We're not done yet. You made have, might have, like, attacked us and stuff, but I'm winning. I like winning. I'm not going to lose to you. And that's probably the worst night probably for everybody because it's a birthday party and this huge fight started breaking out and pretty much you can say that the kids actually got guns and knives so it's like worse and then Jeff kind of couldn't control himself and the fight broke out so much that he actually killed one of the kids and one of the kids pretty much like all the kids started like tackling him in a way that Jeff uh, was sprayed with bleach and vodka and then the kids set him on fire which explains his pale face because his face got burned so after that uh, Jeff was like oh my god okay so then he kills him well okay that was that was way too casual trust me it's not (laughs) and everyone's screaming and they're like oh my god help me what's going on and then Jeff wasn't sad that he killed the kid he was very happy he was like oh my god this is great like this sensation oh my god what is this power oh this is incredible one night now oh my god i hate this part so the mom wakes up in the middle of the night and she finds out that the bathroom light was open she was like what's wrong what's going on she goes up to the bathroom and finds jeff carving a smile on his face a permanent smile if that makes sense so pretty much that explains his wide smile and she was like uh what are you doing he's like oh i want to be ha- i'm so happy that i just want to put this permanent smile on my face and now i'm always happy and then she's like okay you're crazy she's like okay that's good honey okay i'm gonna go uh tell dad about this she goes to dad she's like get the gun get the gun we need to kill this child what's going on and then she oh god she turns around and she finds jeff standing at the doorway saying mummy you lied and i don't like the sentence so much because it's just uh so then he kills his parents wow cool you know typical yeah so then he goes to liu and liu finds it at the doorway gets so freaked out about to scream but then he tells him to shh just go to sleep and that's pretty much how you know that laid out it's terrifying okay like i just if you know the thing that makes me believe like okay this is totally a fake story because number one who gets a sense of like that sort for no reason like there has to be some type of reason but like it's just that and not only that but like if you look up the picture it's so like as someone who's like photoshopped so many times for fun like just for the heck of it and i know each tool what it is i look at the picture i'm like that's a smudge tool that's a this tool this tool and whatever and let me point out, the fact that his eyes are open is because he burned his eyelids as well. So he can stay awake and not sleep. That's one thing I forgot to mention. So, yeah, that that's Jeff. And honestly, I even though it's photoshopped, it's very well photoshopped. I can tell you. I get so freaked out every time I look it up. So if you want to look it up in Google, then I'm warning you right now. It's 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 so terrible. It will haunt you. Like, it's so bad. I, I feel like I'm doing this podcast just to haunt you. Trust me. Don't look it up if you're not ready for it. It's not bloody, but, like, it's gross. Well, kind of bloody, actually. 
But yeah, that's Jeff the Killer. I hate that story, but I like that story because I get freaked out about it. So if it's Halloween night and you're with your friends, read that story. It's so like you can role play and stuff, but like actually don't role play. But <laughs> you can read it. You can enjoy it with your friends and yeah, it's get get just get spooked, you know. Just okay. My mouth is going crazy. I need to get some more coffee of this. Okay, now the next uh, creepy pasta I'll be talking about is actually a video game related one, which is Lavender, T Ugh. Lavender Town. And yeah, and before I mention it, I'll put the next song, which is Evanescence, Wake Me Up Inside. Absolute childhood song. I love that song because sometimes when I'm feeling really angry, I'd lock myself in the room, be like, Mom, it's just a phase, and I put this out. It's great. So yeah, uh, this is Wake Me Up Inside by Evanescence. Oh, mm -hmm. 
this is okay. Let me just wait until Evidence stops for a little. Okay. Oh, okay. Great. That's. Oh nope. Oh great. Cool. <laughs> so, okay, that's bring me back to life. Um, I'm so glad you guys can hear me in studio because I was screaming the lyrics. God, I love this song. Okay, cool. So the next one I was going to talk about is Lavender Town. Now, this one, I, I believe. It's true. I th now, this one is the one, one of the ones that I really genuinely don't know if it's true or not, because I don't think I was like I was aware of it. I didn't see it on the news, maybe because I was young and I didn't know it was on the news because it happened a while ago. Even I think it happened before I was born. I think I'm pretty sure. But uh, this is Lavender Town. So if you're a Pokemon fan, you might know it. Uh, basically, in one of the Pokemon games, there's a place called Lavender Town, which is a graveyard for Pokemon, dead Pokemon, basically. And the thing that freaks me out is because this is the part, because there's actual, like, like, information about this, and it's like, I don't know if it's true or not. And people are telling me, like, like I've seen on, creep, like, creepypasta websites and, like, in general, people are saying that this shouldn't be a creepypasta because it actually happened or some sort. That's what really gets me confused. So that's why I was going to talk about it. So because I feel like technically it kind of is, because I am going to connect this to another creepy, actual creepypasta, which is about an, an actual, like, Pokemon that exists. So Lavender Town is basically, the issue about it is that the background music, because the background music apparently had high frequencies, like, in the music itself, so it caused ki uh, kids who are in between the age of 7 and 12 to a little graphic, I mean, I'm not sure if they, to pretty much, you can say, end their life because it drove them insane. And some people made theories, like, maybe because it was on a Game Boy, so, like, of course, the speakers are not that great, so, like, it just doesn't go well. So they pretty much, of course, they fixed the theme song eventually in the new releases, so... But it's to this day, it's, like, so mysterious because no one knows, like, is it actually the music or is it, it's it's crazy that a, just a high frequency could drive kids to end their life and it happened mostly in Japan that's one thing I'll tell you and I've listened to the song and at least maybe because of course I'm older it didn't affect me but if you're curious I would say go for it but I don't advise it because I don't want to encourage something that's bad but I would say it's I, I mean you can listen to a cover I know this one YouTuber does like an acapella, so I listen to the acapella all the time. I love that acapella so much. And yeah, but it's just, it's freaky because like maybe you see gameplays of people playing it. It's like, there's other creepypastas about Lavender Town, like Pokemon in Lavender Town, where there's like one Pokemon that's like a little glitcher game or something in Lavender Town. So it's, it's pretty haunted in that area. So yeah, that's Lavender Town. And the one I was going to talk about is a certain Pokemon called Hypno. Hypno basically is a yellow Pokemon that uh, pretty much holds a pendulum. It's like one of those like, oh, hypnosis kind of thing. But the reason people don't think they made a creepy ass about it, and I really love the idea, is because of his entry. Or his, I can't assume the gender. It's entry. So if you play Pokemon, basically each Pokemon, they have a description that, the, you know, the developer of the game puts in so this is hypno's uh, entry in fire red po uh pokemon fire and red uh pokemon's pokedex entry says uh let me just say it goes on paces so basically it says around the time that like this pokemon pretty much like like it t like there's a uh, incident where he took away a child 
uh, let me read it. Oh, yeah. It says, it carries a pendulum-like device. There once was an incident in which it took away a child it hypnotized. And you can say Pokemon fans were going insane. They were like, what? What? Why? Because usually the entries are just, like, really cute or, like, wholesome. But then there's that. And, and people just were like, what? So that's when the creepypasta kind of develop, you can say. And so um, there is actually... And one thing that I really love about this creepypasta is that I, I'm assuming someone wrote this, and it's called uh, Hypno's Lullaby. So Hypno's Lullaby is a lullaby, apparently, that's that could be sung when, hip, like, Hypno maybe sings it when he's bringing children with him. So I'm going to be saying this uh, song, you guys, right now. It's a little freaky. That's one thing I'll tell you. So it goes, come, little children, come with me. Safe and happy you will be. Away from your homes, now let us run. With Hypno, you'll have so much fun. No. <laughs> Oh, little children, please don't cry. Hypno wouldn't hurt a fly. Be free, be free, be free to play. Come down in my cave with me to stay. Oh, little children, please don't squirm. Those ropes, I know, will hold you firm. Which, by the way, the ropes as in, like, you know, okay, I, I don't know if you uh, watched Peter Pan or something, but when they captured the kids, they kind of put them all back to back and he tied them all in a rope so they all don't move and it's hard for them to move. That's what they mean. Just a little <laughs> clarification. Anyways, Hypno tells you this is true, but sadly, Hypno lied to you. Oh, little children, you mustn't leave. Your families for you will grieve. Their minds will unravel at the seams, allowing me to haunt your, their dreams. But surely all of you must know that it is time for you to go. Oh, little children, you weren't clever. Now you shall stay with me forever. Love that. I love that lullaby so much because it's just so freaky. But um, there are some people who actually do covers of it where like they kind of say in their own voice. So it's like, it's a whole... It's a whole fandom about it. Like, it's, I think it's very interesting because, like, I know whenever I'm going to play Pokemon, if I ever encounter that Pokemon, I'm just not going to look at it the same way. And I feel like people might use it as their new favorite Pokemon. So I am not sure. So, yeah, that's Hypno and Lavender Town. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, Pokemon is just, it's, trust me, it's a very wholesome game. It's just that 1% of creepiness about it. So, yeah. And the next song I'm going to be putting is In the End by Linkin Park. I love this song. Okay, I feel like, okay, just a warning. I love every song I'm putting on, okay? I feel like I'm going to say that to every, about every single song. Like, oh, it's my favorite song. The next song comes on. It's my favorite song. This one I actually really like. So it's In the End by Linkin Park. So yeah, I'm going to put on the music video and hope you guys enjoyed that one as well. It starts with one I don't know why It doesn't even matter how hard you try Keep that in mind I'm designed to to explain in due time All I know Time is a valuable thing Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings Watch it count down to the end of the day The clock takes life away It's so unreal Didn't look out below Watch the time go right out the window Trying to hold on to didn't even know I wasted it all just to watch you Try. Keep 
that in mind I designed this rhyme to remind myself how I tried so hard In spite of the way you were mocking me Acting like I was part of your property Remembering all the times you fought with me I'm surprised it got so Things aren't the way they were before You wouldn't even recognize me anymore Not that you knew me back then But it all comes back to me in the end You kept everything inside And even though I tried, it all fell apart What it meant to me will eventually be a I tried so hard and got so far But in the end, it doesn't even matter I had to fall to lose it all But in the end, it doesn't even matter I put my trust in you Just as far as I can go That's doesn't. Uh, I almost said the same thing that he said. Uh, in the end, by Lincoln. Lincoln. Oh my God! I just drank coffee. I'm supposed to get better. Uh, yes. Yeah, so basically, let me just tone that down. Perfect. Great. Okay. So the next one I'm going to be talking about, which I feel like every time I mention to people, also like, what's the first thing that comes in your head when you hear creepypasta? It's either Slenderman or the Rake. Now, I, I. The rake, I can describe as a spiderweb as a creature. Like, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> and not only that, like, right now I'm Googling the word rake, and I just see the one that you just... When it comes to fall and, like, leaves are falling, you just rake it. Like, that's... Like, the thought... When I first heard of the rake, I'm like, is, is that a haunted rake? Like, what? So I was a little confused, you can say. But, um, yeah, I... The rake is probably one thing that people said that they get more freaked out about which honestly i don't know in my opinion i don't think it's that bad but it's just because of the story that comes along with it and i feel like it's one of those like old like og creepypastas because around the time creepypasta blew up the rake kind of blew up as well so basically the rake uh the story of it is a couple were sleeping at night and they woke up to see a figure facing away from them that looked like a half human half on, like no fur dog you can say furless dog so the creature pretty much looked at them and then sprung up and went to their kids bedroom so they tried to catch up with the uh, creature but then they found their daughter almost dying because she was hurt saying her last words were he is the rake now if you look at the rake it's again i feel like i'm pretty sure it's photoshopped but the fact that like it looks oh my god it looks so like, the good thing about these creepypastas is the people who make those or create those creepypastas because it's just the Photoshop is so realistic. It's crazy. Like, it makes you think it's real and, like, the glowing eyes and everything. And 
honestly, whenever I see that photo, the first thing I think of is me when I don't get my copy in the morning. Like, the rake is just kind of creepy. I would not want to have that in my room. Like, it's terrifying. So, yeah, uh, I actually don't have that much to say about the rake because the rake is kind of there. It's just that story, I feel like. I mean, unless I didn't look up too much about it. But, yeah, the next one I was going to talk about is Ben Drowned. Now, this one I'm going to do a quick one because we're going to run out of time in a bit. So, basically, Ben Drowned, uh, if you know The Legend of Zelda, uh, iconic game, uh, been there for years. Uh, basically, there's one that's called Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Now, this one I've heard a lot of controversy about, like the whole game itself. Like people saying it's a little haunted or like a little creepy because Majora's Mask, like, for example, like it's all about like the moon falling to Earth and Link is gonna save the day. So the moon itself, like the creepy face, apparently creeped out a lot of little kids when playing that game when it first released. So it's kind of like, there's a big deal of it. So of course there's gonna be a creepypasta about it. And the whole story of the creepypasta of Ben Drowned is that this one guy was walking in the street, sees an old man selling that game, like the copy of the game. And he's like, hey, you want this game? And he's like, sure. So he takes the game and comes home, play, is about to play it. And then he finds out there's a save file called Ben. He's like, okay. I'll play it, which I don't know. If I were you, if I got a game and I saw a save file, I wouldn't press it. I would just be like, delete it. I want to make my own, that kind of thing. Like, I'm not going to play a game called Ben. I'm going to play it by my own name. So it's that kind of uh, situation. But then the man plays it, and when he clicks on Ben, he realizes there's a lot of weird things about the game when he's playing it. Like, the words, the text that's being displayed by the characters or whatever is all ba- like all messed up and backwards, and music's playing backwards, so it's like little weird and like the game's glitchy and then it keeps displaying like actual like full-on text that says you shouldn't have done that and ben is getting lonely and you've met with a terrible fate haven't you now that last sentence i feel like it it is i've never played this game before but i know it's just like one of the characters that you talk to in the street do say that so i think someone took that and was like oh that's a good idea and i feel like that like, if when it's, it comes to Ben Drowned, that's the first thing that people, comes in people's heads when they've heard of this creepypasta, which is, you've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? And so the best part about this, which is why I really love this creepypasta as well, is the fact that somebody wanted to kind of build on this creepypasta. So what they did was that they actually, like, I'm pretty sure they hacked the game and did a screen recording of it to make it seem like the guy actually screen recorded his experience with the game. So it's actually on YouTube right now. So if you go, if you're feeling brave enough, go watch it and you'll see just all, it's so cool. Like I watched it and it's just, it's, it's incredible about this whole community is that like they like to add on to it, but at the same time it's kind of bad because it makes people think like, oh my God, this is actually real. It's not real. Nothing, nothing I'm saying is real. So pretty much, uh, Ben drowned. It's like I think this idea of a, a kid called Ben who drowned. I mean, self-explanatory. And pretty much Ben was communicating with that guy through the game. So it's 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 very creepy. So it's I I think it's a like the idea of like creepypasta being brought to life by like doing something like that. It's it's so cool. And a lot of YouTubers might have like covered it. I saw one of them by Peanut Butter Gamer. He kind of reviewed that. And it's just Ben. That's one of the. My, like I like video game related creepypasta as well because you can do so much with it. Like something like the rake, like it's just the rake. I mean, it's the one that you gather leaves up. No I'm kidding. But but same things with video games, like you can do so much with. Like you can actually create something to experience a creepypasta. So I think that's like the best part about this type of 
creepy pasta. So I've said some. I've said creepy pasta so many times in this. So yeah. Um, so the last song that I'm gonna putting on before I end this little show is one of my favorite games of all time. Well, kind of actually, I have other ones too. But this is probably one of my favorites. It's Five Nights at Freddy's. And if you're hearing this and you're rolling your eyes, okay, let me tell you right now, the fandom is quite crazy. But like, I'm not. I, you can't. You gotta keep in mind that not all fandom. The people who are fans of Five Nights at Freddy's are the same. So I love that game because I just love playing it. And well, actually, okay, I played it once. Okay, don't. I, I need to stop lying on this. But I've seen a lot of you. I'm like, I used to be so dedicated. Every time the game comes out, I refresh my YouTube uh, feed, make sure some YouTuber plays it, and I just watch it. And I love, love the whole like lore and like the story behind it. If you don't know what it is, look it up on YouTube, watch gameplays of it. It's so good. Like, Maybe the first game is like, okay, you get jump scared so many times, I get it. But I feel like my favorite Five Nights at Freddy's is probably Sister Location because you get, you get, you just get to do more stuff. If that makes sense. There's more story to it. And I watch always Matt Pat or the Game Theorist on YouTube to see like the whole story behind it. It's so, it's such a good franchise. So I'm going to be putting on Five Nights at Freddy's by the Living Two Stones again because they actually, like, they kind of introduced me to the whole music industry with the, like, Five Nights at Freddy's in general. And then other artists started doing Five Nights at Freddy's songs and stuff. So this is a very iconic one. A lot of people know it. So I'm hoping a lot of people know it. If you don't know it, then here you go. This is Five Nights at Freddy's one song by the Living Tombstones.
great. Okay. If you get jump scared by that scream, then I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to warn you about that one. So, uh, by the by the way, I feel like I just remembered that I kind of told you guys a lot. I talked a lot about Five Nights at Freddy's, but I didn't actually explain what it is because I thought it wasn't really crappy, creepy pasta. Because in general, I was about to say crappy crappy pasta. That should be a thing. Um, so yeah, basically creepy pasta. Uh, I was about to explain what creepypasta was. Oh my god, my man. Okay, I need to stop capping. I feel like. <laughs> so basically, uh, Finance of Freddy's. It's kind of like a Chuck e. Che- haunted Chuck E. Cheese, you can say. And you're like pretty much the night guard who's gonna watch it on the security cameras. And then like the monsters are actually like the, anim- the animatronics are like coming to life at night. And it's like 6 a.m. and like they cu- well, it's technically 12 a.m. when you start the game, so they start coming at you and you have to close doors in order to protect yourself, so that kind of thing. So it's very terrifying. I'll tell you right now, I was very brave to play it myself, but then on the first night, I was like, I, I need to stop. <laughs> I-, I just got too freaked out, but I love that game so much. So to end off this little show, um, again, number one, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm sorry if I freaked you out, and I'm hoping there wasn't any babies listening to it because I don't want to freak them out either. But um, pretty much the whole concept of this, uh, like, creepypastas in general, like, I feel like it's, it's like, a very interesting type of genre. Like, if you're looking for stories, like, I know a lot of people don't read books. They don't like reading books. I feel like sh- creepypastas are kind of, like, short stories that I feel like I've grown to love them as well because uh, back in, like, high school when I used to listen, uh, not listen, but um, when in English class we would read like short stories and some of them give me the chills and they're creepy so that's when I was like okay pretty sure creepypasta are just like that so like I would like w- read them and I feel like they're very quick to read and they're very like just grab your attention so much that I feel like it's ve- it's a very interesting whole like fandom and by the way I'm, I'm gonna mention just a couple of creepypastas that I also recommend to um read that I didn't mention yet because there's a lot there's eyeless jack um laughing jack which i don't know what it is and there's also theories about like some of those creepypasta um kind of stories that connect together so like jeff the killer's dog is called uh what was it uh smile dog there's one of that so that one's like jeff's dog i don't know why uh there's tiki toby uh there is a ben john already said that bloody painter and this one that i haven't read yet and i'm like really confused about it's called happy appy which is an app i saw a picture of it it was like an apple with lips it looked like the annoying orange. I was so confused. I was like, how's that a creepypasta? But you know what? That's going to make me want to read it. So I'm going to read it later on, which I shouldn't because I've already been haunted enough with those stories I had to research. It was horrible. So yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy it. It's 12 o'clock right now, 11.59 technically. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. Hopefully I didn't haunt your dreams. What's Well, I'm not going to haunt your dreams. Maybe the stories will. But if you guys are interested in it, I feel like this Halloween, even though we're months away from it, then you have some plans. Gather some friends, eat some popcorn of some sort, read those type of stuff, or play the video games if you're interested, if you're a gamer. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy, and I guess I'll be leaving for now. See you guys next week.